G'day, everyone, and welcome back to the Hardball Gets AFL show made possible by the Mazda BT50. You do ute. Today, we kick around six points ahead of a huge weekend of prelim and Brownlow action. Let's get straight into it. It is the Hardball Gets AFL show ahead of the best few days of footy for the year, I reckon. My name's Chris Robinson, joined by Jackson Barrett and Xavier Ellis. How are we, gentlemen? Pumped? Suitably pumped? I am, actually, yeah. I I think that there's no dominant side. I think that uh, we'll talk about it in one of my points, but um, prelims are usually the the tough ones to win, the ones with the most pressure on where you're more nervous than any other Mm because you know what's what, grand finals waiting on the other end and... uh, can't wait. We usually get one good prelim and one blowout prelim. Is that right? So knowing usually. you, uh, you wrote this today. I wrote this today. Yeah. So oh, you, did I? Yeah, in your predictions, your oh, prediction okay. story. Sure, yeah. So yeah. We, we all did our predictions at the West mm-hmm. Australia, and knowing you, that'd be numbers based. Yes. Or is that a gut thing? No, Do that's numbers definitely numbers based. Them? Yes. So last year, the Collingwood Sydney was the epic. Remember Sydney? Yep. Uh, Collingwood were coming. Yeah, that was outstanding. Real late, Sydney held them off. Yeah. Yeah. On the Saturday, but the Friday night was a blowout. Geelong, Geelong and I think we try to convince ourselves that Who whoever was Geelong was playing we're going to be in with a chance. Oh, it must have been Brisbane. Brisbane, yeah. Brisbane. And, the, knocked off and the story was Max Holmes in the start of the Hamstring. last quarter. Yes. Yeah. 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 So they, they usually go that way. There's usually one good one and one bad one suggesting tomorrow night's might be the good one and Brisbane. Yeah. Well, I thought, yeah, I thought we were always in good ones. Yeah. 2012. The Buddy Lake goal. Uh, and 2011 Collingwood. 2012, um, Adelaide in a thriller at the G. Adelaide nearly got mm. us. 2014, thir- Port Adelaide. 14, Port. Yeah. 13 was Geelong. Sean Burgoyne, four goals down at three-quarter time or whatever it was, something like that. That had a run of like a goal in it, yeah. Right. 15, that blew Freo out, so they were in the bad one. 15 away from, yeah, away from yeah. home. Yeah. yeah. It's been some great prelims. Hopefully, we get at least one. Do you subscribe to the idea that they're the best games of footy, or are yep. they just they yep. are? Yeah, because yep. they're obviously tough. And then there's the urgency and intensity. No, they're tough. They're good. Yep. I love them. The the mountain of noise. I know a lot's been said about the Collingwood crowd, but the mountain of noise that they're going to be able to provide on Friday night. What are you talking about, mate? The Giants have got eight point four billion <laughs> followers. They're going to have about 600 Giants fans there and yeah. then 90 whatever, 96,000, 94,000, whatever I don't know. it is. I, I just fans. think that they just feed off it. Toby Green would love that. They do. Yeah. Still tough to back up week after week in finals. Yeah. We spoke right. to Finn Callahan this morning. He's, yeah, they said very kindly they're a very different team than what they were the first time they met Collingwood this week, uh, this year. And uh, mm-hmm. fun, in, fun and confidence are very important. Mm. Some yeah. of the numbers around yep. their first game were pretty grim reading for GWS. Yeah, so I think that. it was – Their, their um, seven first 12 weeks were grim. Like biggest clearance differential Collingwood mm. had all year, most inside 50s had had all well, you're not year. banking on Collingwood smoked them. to win the clearances this weekend, I wouldn't have No, thought. you're almost yeah. – they're going to have to win despite it. It's going to yeah. be about their turnover game. Mm. Mm. So no club has won three in the same final series. No club has won three <laughs> straight interstate finals against a home team. Since Adelaide in 98. So it's been a long, long, long so time. So then it was done in the COVID year? In the COVID year? Because you said no home team. Against no home yep. team, yeah. So the Melbourne on the road kind of yep. thing doesn't count. No team. The same final series. No yeah. team's won three in a row interstate finals wins. So what do doggies do? 
uh, WA but they in played six in days. Melbourne. Yeah, they in had Melbourne. they had they Hawthorne had in Hawthorne the second in week, yeah. so they kind of got bailed out a bit there. So it hasn't happened since Adelaide, which did four straight in '98. Every final was against an interstate opponent, which is pretty remarkable. Yeah, good. Um, should we get into it? Let's do it. So I'll kick us off. I think I did this last year for prelim um, week, but I thought I'd circle back. So looking at the most irreplaceable guys out there Mm -hmm. this weekend. So if you're the coach of one of the four clubs this weekend and you get the opportunity to force one player as a late withdrawal Mm -hmm. out of the opposition lineup, we'll go through each each one. Mm -hmm. Who are you taking? Who is the most important guy on on the opposition? So Friday night. So if you're Collingwood, if you're Craig McRae, and you have a chance to yank one Giants player – Yep. out of that lineup, is it Toby Green or is it someone else? Oh, geez, it probably is. But an obscure one, Tom Green. Not obscure because he's a star. You're just taking a green. Just give me a green. Yeah, the uh, only reason is, is what we're just saying, I reckon the only thing Colin would be twitching about is their midfield. Mm-hmm. I don't know. It, like, And Giants go, we're strong in there. We're really strong. And Tom Green leads that. Like Tom Green is so oh, good these days. So that, that second quarter against Port was like yeah. a training drill. It was like the Port guys just weren't in the same yeah. stoppages. And if the momentum's amazing and it starts in the middle, so I'd probably take a Tom Green. I think my sort of reflex thought was Sam Taylor, but mm-hmm. not for Collingwood. So I think for a lot of teams it would be Sam Taylor because I was say you Sam just as know well, yeah. he's going to put the clamps on the best four, but. Like that's calling you take out yeah. all right. Dan McStay doesn't kick a goal. Yeah. Collingwood are probably like all right. Mm-hmm. Two, can, two goals. If he kicks two yeah. tomorrow night, you go. Oh, yeah, cool. He actually hasn't gone goalless since round five. He kicked a lot of doubles too. Yeah, McStay. yeah, yeah. So um, he's actually not been maybe as bad on, in a goal sense as people say. But I think I like Tom Green because yeah. I think Collingwood are preparing to get bashed in there and win it elsewhere. Mm. Yeah, definitely Tom or Toby for me. Uh, if you're the Giants. And you can yank a Collingwood player. So it's probably a little bit tougher because Collingwood are yeah. so well spread Jordan across the board. Is it JDJ? Jordan Degoe. That's what I've got me. written down here. Yeah. You I, happy with that, um, Yeah, I think Degoe. The other one is Taylor Adams, who they they get that mm. as well. Because they're Nick super important what they're doing there. Nick yeah, Dacos in. obviously pretty high up in that order. So but Taylor I, Adams can <laughs> raise some eyebrows. Tell the listeners why he's so important in there. I just think their contest game is super, super crucial. It's fallen away through the back half of the year. They didn't look quite the same side. Mm-hmm. Last year, they made a prelim sort of in or despite not being a great contest team. And then the addition of Tom Mitchell, Adams has been injured in patches, but has some really good games. And that's the that's the big improver. That's what took them from, we thought they would probably fall away a little bit this season, mm. you know, lose some close ones. They might be mid-table. They might play finals um, to being this like minor premier sort of juggernaut, I think that's what's sort of taken them to that next level. And I just think Adams has been really important to that. Yeah. Um, and then especially in this one, like Green, but Canelio with some like bulk midfield minutes, um, I think they could get seriously, seriously I worry about Tom Mitchell there. tomorrow night. He's a, he, I like Tom Mitchell. I think he's been a great footballer. But They're going to spread like a bomb's gone yes. off Giants. Yes. Uh, and he, and needs, he needs to keep up. And yeah. there's been a lot of talk about <clears throat> Pendlebury's ability to defend on the spread as well. Yeah, they need to keep up. Um, if you're the Lions and you can take out a Carlton player, is it Wiedering, is it Kuno, or is it somebody else? Is it Sam Walsh? Given that they don't have – it looks like they won't have Jack Payne, I think it's Kuno. Because mm-hmm. I think you probably – that's the that's the matchup. You'd for, be taking that, yeah. So I think yeah. you sort of – I think it's probably Kuno. That's the obvious answer. I'll and, give it – and, and you chuck – and you just go, if Mackay cooks us, then yep. yeah. we'll tip I'll, our hat. Alternate, Sam Walsh has been their best player of the final series so far. Best yep. week one, best week two by miles. Mm-hmm. So – there's an alternate one. Yeah. What when, do you make of the Dior mouth guard? Love it. 
Yeah. Was that the debut? Was that the first time he'd play? Or did he play the first time it had been seen? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. We haven't really observed Sam Walsh on the run kicking goals and zooming in like two. Like I didn't even notice it until they took a photo of it. So imagine he's he's been wearing it for like three years and Dior just haven't had return on that investment at all. Is it a sponsored thing or is he taking the piss? I reckon. I reckon it's one of those custom ones, and he's got it printed on. So would Dior have a problem with it? I don't, do I have a problem no, with that? Would Dior? Oh, would Dior have a problem? Yeah. Do you have a nah, problem? Like, we don't nah. do mouth guards. What are you Free doing? Advertising, nah. Yeah, Especially right. a guy who's been player of the final series. Yeah, but Dior's bigger than uh, the AFL. Yeah, I was going to say, I think Dior's bigger than what Sam Walsh brings them. Yeah. <laughs> Dior would be monitoring the AFL finals very not, closely. Oh, but yeah. they're not, scratching, they're not yeah. scratching around for free advertising. Someone's running around with fake Dior. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, Please wear our mouth guards. Yes, yes. And the last one, if you're Carlton and you can take out one Brisbane Lions player, oh, I'm is going, it Harris Andrews? No, nah, I'm going Lockie Neal there. Just, just take him I'm out. going Charlie Cameron. I don't think they have a logical matchup mm. for him. Whereas Neil George Hewitt kept him to twenty. Newman. Uh yeah. Well, he he probably gets him, but yeah. I I can see Charlie kicking okay three or four. Charlie can you right. and Charlie can just kill you in literally yep. ninety seconds as we saw. That's what Adelaide learned. I, I'm just surprised ago. that Brisbane Lions how shallow that midfield is. It's a bit of a worry, and you feel like Dunkley's going to get Dunkley that man, so. negating role on Cripps, and then yeah. it's like, well, who's if yeah if Neil or McCluggage yeah. doesn't fire, you're a bit concerned. It's funny you say that while Jared Lyons is winning a True. JJ Liston as well, but he spreads horribly. Yeah, good, yeah. good being a player, he's a liability at times, a plotter, a little bit like Will well, <laughs> Brody didn't play much this year. Mm. True. Yeah, yeah. Uh, all right, if I'm going to quickly ask you straight away, uh, who wins and why? Really quickly, the prelim go. First one, GWS Giants. Giants. The Giants. Yeah, I, they they belt them at stoppage. Okay, and yep. the other game, uh, Brisbane v um, Carlton. Brisbane are just a better side. Robbo, easily Brisbane. I think Brisbane might even blow that out. Yeah, um, I'll take Collingwood. I do share your concern about that midfield. I find it hard to see that Collingwood doesn't make the GF. So since round thirteen, who's won the most games out of that collection of four? Uh, Giants and Carlton. Giants and Carlton. Yeah. Collingwood have won eight games since round 13. They're, they're miles back. The Giants have won three more games. Than, in, their, in their defense, they haven't. There's, there's one game to, short there, but. And GWS. Yeah, you don't deliberately throw them. Yeah, I know, but there's a there's a difference. Yeah, I don't, I don't know. I don't subscribe to that. If you're in good form, you're in good form. I'm not sure about the. Gun to the head, I'm back in Collingwood. I'm back in Collingwood. But. So you're criticising Collingwood for not finishing 21 and 2 or something? Yeah. Okay. Well, but like they don't. If they're the best team, that's how you finish. Yeah, yeah, I get that. They've just they've had a bit more. House they haven't money taken the foot with. off the gas. No club takes the foot off the gas. They did lose their three most important players at one. So point. they're not in form then. Yeah, yeah, it's a worry. Not yeah. not in form. That's not the right way to put it. But yeah, I, I just reckon you I'd, can absolutely make a case for the Giants. They really want make a very good case. Side, side point: Just how much midfield time does Dacos? A lot. I think you have to. McRae said he is a chance to start forward. Is he just playing mind games? Because you need the, the forward thing. That has got to be. A he could start forward for the first set of bounce with Dugowie or something. You and need then his pace it, yeah. in there, don't you? Yeah, no, he's, he's got to play at least. Yeah. They need some legs, and he's an elite runner. Yeah, he needs to be in there. Um, while we're on these prelims, Saturday night we've mm-hmm. we've touched on it, but Lockie Neal, do you? Tag him with George Hewitt. So 20 disposals, nine of them contested against Carlton in round eight. So they haven't met for quite a while, but he averages 27 and a half. What was the result of that game? I'll get oh, it. I really should have checked. No, no, I'll get it. 
Oh, round eight, Carlton would have lost. Carlton would have been yeah. in the pits. Yeah. Yes. So, but that's that. that so, so then, is that the matchup again? Well, probably not because you go, well, Carlton lost. So it didn't work. So you but, let him. Well, Lockie Neal didn't have a good day. So Lockie Neal won't get Brownlow votes, but they didn't win the game. So the, it's Dunkley stands with Cripps. Yeah. Just letting Neal do so his So Dunkley, Dunkley in that game had. Lots of tackles. That was Dunkley's best game. Yeah. That was the, big, the game where he was he outrageous. Like 33. 13 tackles, yeah. And um, a few clearances <clears> as well. Kept Neil to uh, kept uh, Cripps to 17 and I think three clearances. So it was blown out after halftime, going at halftime. Um, oh, look, I, I, I think they go. We haven't really been tagging off the grid for the whole run, so why would we start now? Okay. Let it go. If Lockie Neal has 38 and You'd have the bull- you- too, how do you reflect on it? Oh, well, you go, he got better of you. But you also, if you beat him and you didn't tag him, you go, well, that was the change from last. Lockie Neal's 30 touches don't that doesn't mean they win. I reckon you tag him. Do you? Yeah. I'm leaning towards tagging. Yeah. And, and yep. Neal's shown, I mean, Neal's a you know ridiculous player, but he's shown that he can can get nullified in games where you go hard yep. to him. Um, and, yeah, I just, I just like the, the – Carlton didn't go to Clary or anyone last week. Yeah. I just like the Bill Belichick thing of like we're taking away your A grade weapon here, and if you beat us with McCluggage and yeah. Dunkley Burns Cripps again, then but we never tagged. We never tagged simply by going your A grade weapon more of a game style. Reckon you is, guys yeah. had a deeper midfield though, Hawthorne days. Then yeah, but Brisbane it certainly does. wasn't their one wood Hawthorne. No, no, no. Forward line. still deeper though, right? Yeah, because yeah. if you take Neil, if Neil doesn't fire in that midfield, your margin for error. Gets reduced. Oh, if you yeah. don't tag him, you're relying on Walsh having a bigger day. So who would you back to have a bigger Sam day? Sam Walsh. At the moment, yeah. Sam Walsh, Walsh would be more yeah, effective. That's a fair point. At the Gabba. Do you see what the weather was doing there today? No. 33. Is that right? It's a three o'clock kickoff too. Three o'clock our time. Oh. Five, yeah, it's five. It's 5.15 local. Right, okay. So they'll get a little bit of it. Early. Bit of talk about the crossover with the Broncos game. So the Broncos prelim... Against the Warriors, I think they've got starts at about three quarter time. Yeah, which has um, upset some people in Brisbane. But you can see what the AFLs. The AFL is never going to move out of the way. For would, would there be people doing the double? I think there are. They'll give me away tickets, radio competitions, and stuff. So you watch Brisbane for the first three quarters. They probably blow it out, right? They do, but then don't you want to be there if they're yeah. like booking like the There's a, the last quarter when your team's about to make a grand final? But so, you might be a big. They're probably more likely bigger Broncos. Probably. Robert Craddock, who's the like, veteran, crash. Incredible, in, crash, incredible sports writer in Brisbane, has a theory that there are about like 20 or 30% of floating fans in Brisbane. Yeah. So there are Broncos fans, there are Lions fans, and then there are 30% of people that just get on what's hot, and they're both but hot what at the, the ratio? What would the ratio be, Broncos to Lions? Nine to one in Brisbane? Seven to three. This is I where we need to in the podcast. I think it swung a little bit. Yeah, right. Late. In, yeah. in this little run of, sort of I, I, I thought it would have been great somehow if um, they could have negotiated and had the double. Had an hour between. Yeah. Bang. You start at five anyway. I guess the heat, probably the other one, and then the complication it's for the It's only 24 NRL. on the end possible okay. way. Okay, so not yeah. too bad. But it is 33 today. The other one the NRL are negotiating is that the Warriors two hours later into New Zealand as well. So. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Ah, yeah, of yeah. course. That's fair enough. Um, so taking a look at the Brownlow ahead of Monday night, um, and who do we like? Who do you like? I'm Zach Butters. You're Zach Butters. I, I'm on Lockie Neal early days. I had a little theory, something around 30 touches and 10 clearances 
in wins, thought he'd poll in them, and he's going to get a lot of them. Yeah, okay. But I went through the AFL Coach Association votes, which is probably a pretty good indication. And But as uh, nine or ten votes, I counted as the three Brownlow votes. And of everyone, Butters had the most of them. Yeah. Okay. You like Bont, don't you? Yeah, Jacko? I think I'm Bont over the line in a thriller. They're like just running down Dacos. Yeah. His last – so Dacos doesn't poll against Hawthorne and then misses three. Mm-hmm. I think Bont has at least – two, three voters in that period. One was against Richmond and then there was another. I think he might just nab him at the end. L- Lockie Neal, sneaky too, by the way, finished with six Definitely. votes. He yep. finished with – Not even his best performances. They were just – I think from memory, like maybe shitty games of football. Yeah. And he ended with 30 and 10 clearances, 30 and 10 clearances. He, he'll get six votes from nothing. And when I was on him, I was like, I'll throw that in the bin. Well, he's kind of in the business but, of shitty games of football, isn't he? But they win. Yeah. So they've won. How many more games did Brisbane win than – um, and I'm not I'm not oh, saying Neil wins, but um, six or seven, then, that's what's going to work against Bond. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah. yeah, yeah. They yeah. got smoked in some games. So I ran some numbers on that. So the past the past five Brownlows look to the winner and the runner up from the past five Brownlows. Every single one of their votes has come from 24 plus touches. So that's 290 total votes. 24 touches in a game is the baseline to get a single vote. Right, that's an incredible bit of research yeah. from each winner and runner-up. So games with 24 touches, 24 plus touches this year, regardless of result. Yeah. Nick Dacos, 19. Bont, 19. Butters, 18. Yeah. Games with 24 plus touches in wins, Dacos, 16. Butters, 15. Bont, 11. Yeah. Okay. So Bont's going to have to, and, it's, he, and it's absolutely doable, that, but mm. Bont's going to have to do some heavy lifting. Can you add clearances into that mix? Uh, I could, but I don't have it on you. <laughs> um, how many how many career votes do you reckon Zach Butters has? Brownlow votes. It's not many, is it? I'd say thirty. Jacko, give us a guess. Something like twelve. Six. Six. Yeah. Zero. Then two. Then one. Then three. So I had a um, an interest of Mad Maddie on Ollie Wines the year he won it, mm-hmm. and he won it. Yeah. And my theory on it was he'll find the pill, like mm-hmm. you just said. Sure. They'll win games. Yeah, they did. They did. And no one steals votes. It's the same case, really, for Butters this year. Rosie's about the only one. Like, who, who's stealing votes from mm. Port Adelaide? Once mm-hmm. was in that nice period where Boke had that little like fluctuation little before dip, he came yeah. good again. And then um, Dersma, Butters, Rosie were kids. Yeah. Yeah. But, but, yeah. Who, but who's stealing votes from those two this year? And they won 18 games, haven't they? Mm. Yeah. Like, so if it's not three, it's two. Yeah. Yeah. No, it's going to be real mm. tight between the three of them. It should be a crack account. And we're totally due, probability and statistically speaking, we are totally due multiple winners this year. Okay. When, when you talk about- It's been a long time. It's been since 2003. Yeah. It's been 20 counts. And when you talk about margins being one and two and three and four and five votes, we're totally due multiple winners this year. That's uh, all i Trend towards bigger counts just incre- decreases that- Probability it does slightly. a fraction, yeah. yeah. But, um, yeah, watch this space. That's all I'll say. Uh, this is for you guys in the media world. Oh, God. Uh, something that came across my desk with the new CBA uh, just then. It was going around a group chat. Uh, one of the things that's been approved is uh, increased access to players. So increased access to players for media and broadcast via new broadcast policy all AFL players in the 23 named from the week before will be available to the media for the week after. Wow. That is a game changer. Do you actually think that will be governed? Do you see it ever happening? 
And if you I, go knock on the door of Dusty Martin, do you think you get an interview? So the clubs have a list, essentially, right? So we'll walk into the rooms post-game and they'll go, we've got a list of 10 approved players and they'll cross-check that with yeah. who you've asked for. My interpretation of that is just that the 23 players will be, like everyone will have to be on the list, I assume. We'll still only get one one or two post-game and one jury. We're not interviewing we're not all 23, to, no. We're not going to be cold calling Nat no, Five. But, like, but, that, but, for example, Dusty Martin will be on Triple M after the game for the Saturday rub, like the big crew, like the big games. Do you see that happening? Or do you see, like, how, I know it sounds nice, but do you actually see it happening? I still think there's some players who will be exempt, quote-unquote. Do you reckon and maybe Dusty they might say, Dusty, if you do Channel 7 post-game, you know, they do the 30 seconds. Yeah, Abby Holmes, quick. Yeah, how are you feeling? Then that's you done for the week? Maybe. Or when does this come in? Next CBA. So that's 2025. Is Dusty still going by then? Oh, well, they remove 100%. Dusty and put um, yeah. Yeah. No, 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 the, next, the next big dog. Someone yeah. else who does. Flying Ryan, while well, you mentioned it, he's yeah. the forgotten eagle. Like, totally, yeah. He was a wizard, yeah. mate. He yeah, was so totally. good to it's watch. It just He's just so forgotten at the moment. Yeah, totally. There's an article too about Hawthorne or whatnot. That's all sort of died down. That is one one player I'm looking forward to seeing, the bounce back, to see what he can do with his fit pre-season. Expectations, expectations for Eagles are I had a low. conversation with someone around who's more important. If you could take one of Dev Robertson and Tyler Brockman, who are you taking? And I completely forgot to factor in Liam Ryan in that conversation. I'm still taking the fact Brockman. That he's already there. Yeah, I'm leaning towards Brockman. Liam Ryan can play full forward. Brockman can't. Mate, you put yep. Liam Ryan in the goal square and just say, here's your 50, out for you go. I wouldn't no, want I'm just going to be a good player. And I feel just, like Dev uh, Robinson's just one of those yeah. bodies. That... Don't know why this has turned into a Liam Ryan quick segment, but the Maynard uh, incident with the Brayshaw thing that yeah. happened, what popped up through my... 2018 grand final? ...feed was the Liam Ryan uh, Maynard battles that went mm, on, the bump. Yeah. Mm-hmm. The smell of the candy running into the open goal. The, that was a good battle. Yeah. They were good battles. Maynard, I've, I've Maynard on Toby Green is going to be very exciting to run out as well. I reckon Toby just does it. Well, sorry, does Maynard or Quainer go to him? No, I, I think it's Maynard. I think it's Maynard, hey? Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Quainer will go to Daniels maybe? Yep. Who's also a good player. Yeah, great player. Um, nice little pivot from CBA to a bit more CBA. So I thought we'd work through some of the key points and give it a ticker across and, mm-hmm. and see what mm-hmm. we reckon. Um, the first one, and I'm a big fan of this, is more Thursday night games. Yes, so we yes, all four yes, full year, night. is yes, it? Yes. I think it's pretty close to it. Yeah, the only thing is they need to put up a sign on the broadcast, so speak to whoever you need to at seven for me. Just You'll say, just say, just a reminder, this is a Thursday night. So when I've had 10 beers, I still have to go to work in the morning. <laughs> it's not a Friday night. Chill out. Just relax and watch the footy. Take it easy. You don't need yeah. to be pissed. Sorry. Keep Definitely. Going. No, very good. Giant no, big one. Yeah. Um, more AFLW games. So that goes from 10 to 12 and eventually to 14, I think, is a plan. I think 14's done on audience broadcast and yep. our viewership and whatnot. There are some terms There's there. terms to reduce yep. it. But I think anything closer to playing everyone once is a good thing for that Definitely competition. Definitely need to. How, how and, and I think that's going to be in line with the rise in talent that's coming through, and we're starting yep. to see glimpses of Carlton that now, Collingwood right? in the AFL at the moment is detracting from the W. I haven't seen the W. The crowds are down from what I see with the W at the yep. moment because I think Carlton and Collingwood, 
I'm, I'm just enthralled in what's happening in their football. I, I hand up haven't watched the W, so I don't really know what's yep. going on. But the crowds are down. Um, so maybe when the AFL's done, yeah, it might bring an audience in. And, but and I, is the timing right then? Well, <laughs> this is this is the thing. And I used to have this um, debate with when I was covering the Wildcats and the NBL in terms of where the best overlap yeah. is because there's going to be some overlap with footy, men's footy or conquering men's footy. You're better off having the overlap at the start of your season and the end of men's footy so that the end of the AFLW season is exposed, whereas the NBL for a lot of the time used to have a later season in summer. So they'd start in clear air, but then when they were playing their final series, it was the round one, two, three of the AFL season and it would get a little bit buried. Does it, does it, yeah, it's, it's, there's always overlap because I know the spring carnival yeah. is going to be as big as it's ever been in Melbourne. Yeah, yeah I guess so. so you're running but I think if the, you're going to overlap one, you yeah. want to overlap so the start so of So you're your saying season. slow start yeah. and rev home. I think they're out before the start of the test summer as well. Yeah, that helps. Because we'd say it's been a slow start. It has. Yeah. Yeah. I've, um, I mean, the snake on the field was pretty cool. That was pretty cool. <laughs> yeah, and the snake catcher. If yeah. you had to like draw someone a snake yeah. catcher, that's what you yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> Um, I've actually quite in, I've quite enjoyed it. I've covered it a little bit sort of for the first time. And I, as much as I think it probably needs more games and something closer to playing everyone once, the 10-game season is kind of nice in that, like, Freo lost to Collingwood on the road last week, and it's like that's one of five away games you've just mm. been thumped in. Yeah. Now they've got back-to-back away games, and it's like, right. Everything matters. We're, we're less than a month in. Yeah. This is super, super crucial. So yeah. I have enjoyed that as well. Having said that, there's two players I've thoroughly enjoyed. Uh, Essendon, ball getter. Bonnie uh, Tugun? No. Nah. Um, Prasparkas. Yes, yep. just magnet with the appeal. Is it Garner from uh, North Melbourne? Yeah. She yep. she was a level above when I was watching. My favourite player is On Your Tie from Freo. Irish key forward. Kicks goals. She's the new Pav. I saw a dribble foot. kick. No, she's that wasn't six her. foot was and her. a bit. Yeah. Um, no, she's done two dribble kicks. So Did she do one of my... Yeah yeah, 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 yeah. So two goal of the year contenders already. I spoke to her pre-season. She's like... So played Gaelic football. Spoke to her about like learning tall forward craft. And she's like, in Ireland, that's not a thing. I just happen to be tall. She's like, we're expected to be able to pick the ball up off the yeah. ground, be clean below our knees, that sort of thing. The so bloody Irish like, are good. When she's like, oh, I got yeah. here and I could pick the ball up off the ground, and everyone's like, that's incredible. She's like, that's just my <laughs> shot. Um, so she's been unreal. She's worth a look. Okay. Oh, well, the other one is uh, three-year deals for first-rounders. I, I'm, a, I'm not against it. I don't care too much. Good clubs, good players don't leave. Just have a good club, and it doesn't matter if it's a two-year contract, one-year contract, five-year contract. Good players do not leave good clubs. Yep, I'm happy with that. Completely agree. And now it's time for... Highball Bets. Thanks to the Tab Touch app. So it's Hardball Bets, brought to you by Tab Touch. Got the touch this AFL season. Better your bet with Tab Touch. Make sure you do it responsibly. And if needed, call Gambler's Help on 1-800-858-858. Jacko, what do you got in place of Nick not being here? Well, given that I've gone public with my Giants tip now, yes. uh, they're paying two forty-five. So we'll go Just with that. straight up Straight Giants. up Giants to win Friday night. Renew would be happy with that. Nice, yep. safe bet. Um, I'm throwing the entire stumps at this previous set of stumps. Pies, 1-39. to 39. Yep. Lions by more than four goals. And the Bont, Dacos, Quinella, either way, in the Brownlow pace, twelve fifty. Please Ooh. gamble responsibly. Okay. Didn't mind that. Little Quinny. Didn't mind it. Pies won. So, I mean, Pies aren't winning by more than 40, so Pies won to 39. Yeah, that's fine, yeah. Lions by four goals plus. I feel like that could get away from Carlton mm, late yeah. a little bit. And then Bont and Dacos, it's falling down somewhere. But it looks well, you've okay forgotten for Lockie Neal's big 30-plus games <laughs> yeah. with clearances in there. 
Uh, so make sure you gamble responsibly. Do it with Tab Touch, but if you need to, call Gamble's Help on 1-800-858-858. Guys, we'll let you get out of here. Thanks Beautiful. very much for your thanks, time. Rollo. And thanks uh, also to our listeners, and thank you to the Mazda BT50. You do you. Enjoy prelim final weekend. We'll chat to you next week.